Thanks for joining us for Season 6 of the Hospitality Hangout, a hospitality-focused podcast where the founders of Branded Strategic share their insights and bring technology and innovation leaders that are making things happen in the industry we love. My name is Jimmy Frischling, otherwise known as the Finance Guy. I'd like to introduce my partner, Mr. Michael Schatzberg, also known as the Restaurant Guy. Hey, thanks, Jimmy, for that super kind introduction. And to all those listening, feel free to call me Shatsy. Together, we are the personalities behind Branded Strategic Hospitality. We work at the intersection of hospitality, food service, technology, innovation, and capital. And Jimmy, we got a great show. I got to tell you, we have been crazy traveling lately, crazy traveling. Just got back from Bar and Restaurant Expo, or show. They changed the name on us. It used to be the, uh, what was it, Jimmy? The bar uh, show? The night bar. Night, the night, nightlife. The nightlife show. Nightclub. Nightlife? Nightclub? Nightclub. Nightclub. Yeah. And, uh, and they changed the name, but fantastic show. And I got to tell you, we're headed to RLC. It is just nonstop traveling, uh, hanging out with all of our partner companies, hanging out with all our restaurant friends. We are having a blast. Uh, Jimmy, but I got to tell you, there's something else that's on my mind. I can't. I couldn't sleep last night. And it wasn't the traveling. It wasn't the jet lag. It was something else on my mind. It was this marketplace that we've got, <laughs> the branded marketplace. All I was thinking about is how many more companies can we get on the marketplace? And I got to tell you, Carolyn on our team is doing an amazing job. Jimmy, we're close to 400 companies now, 400 of the most incredible, most innovative tech companies are on the marketplace, Jimmy. So if you are a hospitality owner or operator and you want to find a solution that is going to help solve problems reduce costs, increase sales, make your day just that much better. You got to go to the marketplace and find the solution right for you. You go to the brandedmarketplace.com. Hey, Jimmy, if you want to get on the marketplace, if you want to get on the marketplace, if you have a tech or innovation, you want to get on the marketplace, just email me, marketplace at brandedstrategic.com. Jimmy, I'll get you on. And Jimmy, you know how much it costs to get on the marketplace? It sounds very expensive. How much does it cost to be on it? You would think, you would think, because everyone is like, we're lighting up, we're lighting up companies, we're lighting up restaurants. It's zero dollars. Zero. How do we make how do we make any money? Jimmy, I don't have to tell you. You're the finance guy. You figure volume. that out. Volume. You told me volume. And I, I, volume. I, I'm like, all right, Jimmy, you say volume. I'm all right with you. You said when yes. we hit 500 companies, somehow we are going to make some money. So we're very excited about that. But right now, we are having a good time. Check out the all marketplace. Right. Jimmy, great show. You take it over. All right. I don't know if we're going to make any money, but we're getting a lot of goodwill. And basically, if you if you go right now to any of our restaurants and you try to buy something with goodwill, uh, they'll kick you out. But anyway, all right. Yes. We move on. We digress. All right. We are very excited about our show today, the episode today, we have our guest, our friend, our partner, Miss Kimberly Smith, CEO of Copia. This is exciting. Kimberly, we'd like to ask you to take the lead. Uh, please give us a little background on yourself and, of course, the elevator pitch on Copia. Good morning, gentlemen, or afternoon for you guys. Uh, I'm three hours behind you, so I got to figure out a way to get my energy up. To and get caffeinated. <laughs> that is right. I don't think I'll ever match the two of you and your energy. But it is an absolute delight to be here today. Thank you so much. I, ha I, I must say, I had an espresso this morning. That's dangerous for me. I don't drink coffee, but I knew I had this podcast and I had to be ready. That's right. Uh oh, Shatsy's caffeinated. That's not good. We'll, we'll see how this goes. All right. So let me step up my game real quick. My name is Kimberly Smith. I am the CEO of Copia. Well, first, I also should say, Long-time listener, first-time caller, thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for calling in. <laughs> uh, I could keep our elevator pitch so easy. 
We help businesses, Copia helps businesses uh, make it as easy and beneficial as possible to reduce your waste and share your surplus. And there you go. Food waste. Food waste. Food waste now. That's, we're tackling the most difficult one first. Uh, but yep, that is where our expertise lay. Well, I got to tell you, it's it's incredible. We love what you're doing. It's great for so many for so many reasons. It checks so many boxes, and we're going to get into it. But before we take a deeper dive over here, we'd like to know what makes Kimberly tick, and how did she even get involved? So before we talk about Copia. How did you even get to Copia? How did you get involved in in food waste? How, where, tell me a little bit about Kimberly. Sure. Kimberly, Kimberly, by the way, this is Shatsy's Fraser Crane moment. He's listening. Yeah. It's $150 an hour. Go. <laughs> well, I've already solved the issue, so I don't need a therapist. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I, uh, well, you want the unfiltered or the filtered uh, response? I, mean, I say that's... unfiltered. Unfiltered. That is our – we love going unfiltered. You can drop as many F-bombs as you want. <laughs> no, no. That'd be an FCC violation. Well, look. Oh, no. <laughs> the reality is uh, I was – I mean, God, I was the end of my maternity leave with our youngest child. I was hormonal as shit, and I was looking around the world, going, "What on God's green earth are we doing?" But how old? How old is this child? The youngest one is three. Great age, Little great boy. age. Jimmy's still Fun hanging. Fun age. Out. Jimmy's got a five-year-old running around at I home. Got a five-year-old. Fun and age. Fun darling. times. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yes. Yeah, so in all seriousness, I mean, I've had almost twenty years experience in the uh, the ad tech industry. Uh, now, I like to, by the way. Uh, refer to what we're doing as sustainability tech or sus tech, although it sounds a little suspect. So sustainability <laughs> tech. Um, but, but you know, I've had enough time where experience understanding how valuable technology and data plays in solving problems. And so in this moment, as I'm sure most parents have had at some point or another, if not multiple times, you know, what thinking about what the next generation is going to look like in the world that we're leaving it, you know, are we leaving it in debt environmentally, socially, financially? You know, not that they're not going to be responsible for, you know, their own futures, but how are we handing it over to them and looking around and seeing the, the waste that is happening, the hunger that is happening, hearing the reports about the carbon emissions um, that are being um, uh, em emitted into the environment from unnecessary waste? Uh, when I came across Copia, it was like the culmination of everything that I wanted to do, the impact I wanted to make. Um, and I knew that I could bring my experience in the data and tech world to leading this company into solving a lot of problems. Well, boy, it just really brought me down. Well, actually, actually. I made, I made him another espresso. No, no, no. no. I want to, I want to, I want to, uh, uh, Shatsy, turn that frown upside down. What I just heard Kimberly say is that uh, while it's nice to be important, Kimberly just showed us it's also, it is important to be nice. You could do nice things. You could do good things. And by the way, we're also going to be making a lot of money here. But again, nice things and doing well. I love all that. And before we take a deeper dive into Copia, I'm going to share um, some sobering facts. Uh, Shatsy. You're going to bring me down even further. Yeah, Shatsy, I'm going to I'm going to send you a Google link of what the word sobering means. But anyway, sobering facts. <laughs> Americans waste three times more food than there are hungry mouths to feed. 
Hunger is not a scarcity problem. Hunger is a logistics problem. Every single day, Americans waste enough food to fill a 90,000-seat football stadium to the brim. Hey, all you big blue Michigan fans out there, yes, fill it up. That's a lot of people, and that's wasting a lot of food. Meanwhile, one in six Americans is food insecure, meaning they don't know how and when they'll obtain their next meal. The good news is is that Kimberly and the team at Copia are working to lower these numbers. So, Kimberly, simply put, how does Copia work, and what are the benefits of using Copia? I got a question there, Jimmy. One in six. I thought all Americans were overweight, so that's totally not true. So when I see pictures of Disney World and I see all these people that are enormous walking around, that's that's just – that's not – that's the other five. I uh, I'm not prepared to comment on uh, on that. Oh, uh, I appreciate the visual you just brought me, Disney World, and 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 otherwise. Uh, by the way, this big seg- giant drumsticks. That's horrible. This segment is not sponsored by Disneyland. And by the way, I'll be bringing my daughter to Disneyland uh, hopefully in the near future. Please don't hold that last segment against us. But Kimberly, how does Copia work, and what are the benefits of using Copia? You know, Shats. You bring up an excellent point about the misconception of what food insecurity really is, and it's probably worth clarifying. So food insecurity doesn't have to do with your belt size. It means that you don't know where your next meal will come from. Imagine that. You don't know where your next meal will come from. It's expected that 50 million Americans will face food insecurity, not knowing where their next meal at some point in 2022. That's just horrible. That's a horrible thought in this country to think about. Absolutely. And it's costing us, by the way, $408 billion a year in America alone. 408. And the restaurant and retail That's with industry, a B, right? That was with a B. B. And the restaurant and retail side of the business represents 40% of that. Isn't that crazy? Wow. So, Drop and, the knowledge. Yeah. Drop the knowledge. It, it is my expertise. Shatsy, I know you, this is bringing you down, but I got to tell you what, it's solvable. And that's why we're here. Well, no, that, that's what's going to bring me up. What's going to bring me down is these staggering numbers. What's going to bring me up is when we talk about what Copia is doing to help solve these problems and how great a job you're doing it. So that's what's going to bring me up. So can you um, share? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So tell us how you're doing it. Okay. Well, then let me tell you how we're doing it. It is incredibly simple. So a business signs up online at www.gocopia.com, pick the right plan that's right for them, and they start tracking their food waste and donating any extra food or ingredients they have that very same day. So we take the hard work out of all of it. Once you've signed up, you have access to a mobile application that is as simple as three steps. That's it. It should take no more than three minutes of your team's time to be able to track your waste for the day or submit a donation. And if you're trying to donate, you tell us what time it works for your operations to either drop off the donation or have it picked up by a third party driver. So our matching algorithm tells us exactly what where your donation should go to the local nonprofit that's most in need of that food. So we ensure that anytime you want to make a donation, it not only finds a home, but the right one. And then Copia provides you audit-proof donation receipts, tax deduction dashboards, so your your accounting team loves you at the end of the year, your program analytics to help inform waste reduction plans, impact reports, those tell businesses all about the nonprofits they fed, the carbon emissions they reduced by diverting this perfectly edible food from landfill, 
gallons of water saved. So you get the point. There's a lot, a lot of data here and we're making it as easy and beneficial to reduce and prevent your food waste as well as donate any surplus that you have. Oh, yeah, that's what I wanted to get into. Talk, what, what other, so I'm donating, which is great. So we're not throwing it in the garbage. Yeah. We're donating and getting it to people who need the food. But there's yeah. some other really incredible benefits to the company. Yeah, absolutely. So just by tracking and measuring your waste, you're able to get very actionable data to be able to inform your procurement for your purchasing and for your production. That's going to save you so much money on the front end as a, you know, from a financial standpoint. Of course, well, it's going to save you on actually don't buy as much food because you seem to be donating a lot, labor of making all that food, et cetera. So that that's great. Absolutely. And then when you are donating, there's a triple bottom line benefit to your business. So not only are you feeding your neighbors. Wait, Jimmy, all- do you hear that, Jimmy? You're a finance guy. There's triple bottom line benefit. <laughs> I'm, I'm take, triple I'm, bottom line benefit. Watch this, Shassi. Watch this. I'm taking copious notes. Aha. <laughs> I see what you did there. You know I, did there? I like it. Ta-da-ding. Yep, I like it. So tell me about the triple bottom line benefit. Sure. Absolutely. So feeding your neighbors, that is huge. I mean- at the end of the day, it's so simple to be able to take your surplus and give it to those who can use it and put it to good use. You're also making an environmental impact. So you're reducing your carbon footprint and you're saving water by diverting this food from landfill, perfectly edible food to these neighbors of yours. And then, Jimmy, you're also going to like this yeah. one. You're I'm, able to take a massive tax deduction. So right now under the CARES Act, businesses are able to write off 25% of their total income based on the food that they donate. So it's really quite meaningful. In fact, in 2021, the average location that donated through Copia saw over $17,000 in enhanced tax deductions. And then they were able to reduce their waste on the front end by 30%. So we're talking about substantial numbers that affect your bottom line. And in fact, this should be profitable for your organization. Um, and then other benefits, you're streamlining your operational processes. Should you be a multi-unit operator, you're sharing your positive impact and celebrating it with your customers and employee, which by the way, as we're also very aware of today on a side note, there is a huge labor shortage right now, something that we have spoken about at nauseum. Um, how do we solve this? So you've got to be thinking about this across the board. Um, we want to make it as turnkey and donating clearly helps morale. So our goal is to make it easy, simple, simple, simple. And one last thing, there's also a lot of local and state legislation being passed requiring your compliance. I, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, California has very all these new rules, right? Absolutely. So in addition to California, New York, Rhode Island, Vermont, and others, they can, I've got them all, uh, passing your donation, you know, that are requiring passing donation regulations you have organic waste laws that are now requiring businesses to separate out their food from their containers. So imagine now having to open every tomato soup can and discard the soup from the can or opening up every single Hershey's Kiss wrapper in a bag to separate them out from the wrapping. So while this is a massive win for the environment or planet, this is gonna really affect your labor. So there's a lot of things that your company will have to start thinking and planning for if you're not already. 
Listen, for those playing the home game, I personally heard more than three. I We call this the triple bottom line benefit. I think I heard like five or six or maybe even seven things. But yeah, regardless but triple of bottom the count, line sounds better, Jimmy. But the triple bottom line sounds better. And by the way, Shatsy, going back to one of your earlier comments, that just got me up. That got me yeah, up. Yeah, no, I'm happy now. I was I'm so happy. I feel, I feel really I'm good. happy. I thank you for sharing all of that. Um, And and kind of your your story of, of, of Copia makes me think of one of my favorite quotes um, from one of the smartest uh, people I know and a truly uh, an, an essential business film, uh, Ferris Bueller from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. The question isn't what we're going to do. The question is what aren't we going to do? But in your case, you're, you're living this. You're living this. It's not what you are going to do. It's what you're not going to do. How do you see Copia evolving and who would benefit the most from working with Copia? Sure, absolutely. So, I mean, who would benefit the most? The benefits to our services transcend departments, all stakeholders in an organization. Uh, along stakeholders at businesses, it helps with in the government uh, side, the residential side. I mean, it's a win-win across the board. So your operations teams are stoked because you have streamlined processes across your portfolio. Your finance and accounting guys are thrilled because they're not getting handed a shoebox of receipts at the end of the year to figure out how to organize their tax deduction. Your chefs are thrilled because they got into the profession themselves because they want to feed people. And so when there is surplus, they're continuing with that mission. There's your marketing team. They love to celebrate the impact that you're making as an organization. So really, at the end of the day, it's a win. I mean, that checks that whole ESG box, right? I mean, that ESG box, a big box today. Absolutely. CSR reports and sustainability are no longer a nice to have. There is a call to action that businesses step up and do their part by their employees and their customers. So reducing your food waste and donating to those in need is really just a simple way to show that you're invested in being good corporate citizens in your community, stewards of our planet, all of the right things. So, I mean, this is the obvious question. What advice do you have any to any business who's hesitant to implement a food donation program or, or that wants to adopt a food donation technology? I mean, I know the answer, but you tell me, what advice do you have and, and why wouldn't they? Yeah, sure. I mean, have you guys ever tried to donate 20 sandwiches before? I've uh, never had 20 leftover sandwiches in my life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're asking the wrong guy. As Jimmy would never have that sandwiches left over. But if if he did. Yeah. So the reason I ask is because having food to donate doesn't automatically mean that you get to find a nonprofit who can take it and wants to take it, mm -hmm. let alone one who has the resources to come pick up the 20 sandwiches. Maybe, Jimmy, we should be giving them your number to do that. So uh, why a business wouldn't is because even though it's the right thing to do, it's easier to throw it away. Because as I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of coordination of a lot of moving parts. And that's what Copia is solving for. And, you know, actually within our company, we talk about the scenario of someone standing on the corner of the street with an empty can soda can in their hand. So imagine them standing there and in front of them is a trash barrel. And at the end of the block is a recycling bin. The unfortunate truth is that this person will most likely drop it in the waste barrel because it's convenient. So we believe that if we want people to do the right thing, we need to bring the recycling barrel to them. We need to make it as turnkey as possible, as easy as possible for businesses to do the right thing. They have a lot of other priorities right now. So removing the complexity and making it convenient to reduce their waste and donate their food is what we are about. 
So Copia makes it really easy. Super. Is that the bottom line? I don't have to think about it because I'm busy running my business. And I, as much as I want to donate, it, sometimes it's just not top of mind. Not because I don't want to. Not that I don't think it's great. I, it's just it's too hard. But it Copia is. makes it really easy. You just nailed it. You should be our spokesperson, Shatsy. So it's copia.com. Gocopia.com. Gocopia.com. Sign up. And that's and that's pretty much and I and 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 it's self-explanatory after it. that. That's it. Jimmy, I mean I, I gotta be honest with Jimmy, why wouldn't you sign up? I, it'd be crazy not to sign up. You that's should right, sign up, Jimmy. I bet you I'll I sign uh, up. yeah, you probably have no excess food. I agree with you, Jimmy. There's nothing I left over it. at your house. The first thing household is really not big on leftovers. I got to tell you, we really, uh, we were taught at a young age, there's still food on the plate. You can't leave the table. You can't Four have not your you eat it. <laughs> can't have your pudding if you don't eat your meat. Yeah, How can yeah, you eat? yeah, yeah. yeah Jimmy's the president of the Clean Plate Club. Yeah, he, Jimmy doesn't have a dishwasher in the house. God, he threw that out years ago. Years ago. Uh, we had a dog. Um, listen, in the Branded Weekly Newsletters, um, we always do a round of uh, interesting news. And it seems like every week, you and Team Copia are making headlines, and we are thrilled, and we are very happy to be a megaphone and share the great uh, press and updates that are going on. You were listed in the New York Times as part of the Project Drawdown, and you recently announced mm. two new partnerships uh, with Natera and Intuit. Um, are there any new partnerships in the pipeline or food waste initiatives you're working on that you can share with us today? Jazzy, get ready. You got a chance. You got a chance. Oh, got a chance. Jimmy, I'm leaning in for breaking news. You got a chance, ha! Ha! So you're saying you got a chance. I'm yeah, leaning in. I'm ready. We're really excited to be part of Drawdown. I'm glad you mentioned that this is an incredible coalition of industry giants that are really taking a stance on climate change. So it's been an incredible group to learn from and contribute to. It's been awesome. Um, they're all personally and professionally invested in creating solutions for carbon reduction. And Atera invested in incredible sustainability leadership. Yeah, that's what we're talking about right now. We're so invigorated by the positive impact our customers are making. And we have new businesses joining us every day. So we're having some great conversation with some big brands. But I'm not going to give you names yet. I can't let it out of the bag. But they sit across the restaurant industry, national retail, national convenience stores, and more. That's all I'm going to say, uh, but they all come to us because they want to do the right thing for the environment and for their business. So there's that triple bottom line benefit again that you guys like. Wait, did you say national convenience I store? National, but Chats, what time we meet for dinner tonight? All right, all right, all right. I'm throwing out meeting with time. Uh, I'm like throwing seven, out ten, some names. Let's seven, look at them. Seven eleven. What time we meet for dinner? I'm not telling you name. So I'm not telling you name. I'm not going to national convenience stores. I mean, are we talking like seven <laughs> eleven? Are we talking about like uh, Speedway? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to get something. I, mean, I need break. Kimberly, Kimberly, Kimberly does not point. sink ships, and loose lips sink ships. Kimberly's never sunk a ship, so no. Walmart, Walmart, <laughs> Wawa. Is it Wawa? By the way, Kimberly, Shachi uh, loves, loves talking about Wawa because um, he just loves saying Wawa. It's a fun name. It's yeah. a fun name. Who doesn't like to say Wawa? And by the way, <laughs> I mean. They got a lot of food. You should be doing business with Wawa. $14 billion in food sales. That's right. Well, speaking about Wawa, we're really excited about our ability to provide businesses like Wawa. I'm Okay, I'm having fun saying it too. To provide visibility into traditionally unseen segments in their supply chain between consumers and waste. So we would love to talk to Wawa. We'd love to support them all. If you're listening... Call me, uh, but it is not Wawa. I think you really help some of these companies really uh, 
kind of get their ESG program in place because some of these companies want to do it. They don't know how. And also, like we talked about, it is it is they are busy doing other things like operating their business. But if they just work with with Copia, you can help them keep track of everything, moderate. And then I think customers feel really good about spending money in businesses that have a good sustainability program in place. That if they have to choose between, you know, one business and another, and this business is promoting how they're donating to food banks and they're reducing their carbon footprint, et cetera, that, that makes people feel good. They want to do business there. Mm-hmm. So I think it's amazing. Gocopia.com. Here we go. Jimmy, say Go-copia. it with me. Gocopia.com. How they do shats. <laughs> oh, gorgeous, gorgeous. <laughs> All right. Listen, we started out, uh, we launched this podcast because we love uh, bringing on guests and experts like yourself and, at, and getting to be the ones asking the questions. But we learned along the way that sometimes our guests have questions for us. So let's kick off Talking Back, where we offer our guests a chance to ask us some questions. Oh, nothing's off the table. Kimberly, the microphone is yours. Uh-oh. Don't say nothing's on the table because I want to know how much you guys are investing in our Series A. Boom. I mean, Boom. hey, let me, let me tell how much capacity do you have in that round? Because we're taking it all, baby. <laughs> you heard it Making there. it rain. Making it rain. Listen, there is no question that we'll invest at least a amount oh, in the Jimmy, that's round. too much. <laughs> Jimmy, that's too much. I don't think we can go that high. All right. In that case, we'll go. There we go. Oh, we, that's uh, better, Jimmy. That's better. That's very generous. Very generous. Right. No, I will. I will say, in all seriousness, um, one of the favorite parts uh, of 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 working with Shati and the team at Branded, and being an early stage investor, is that initial uh, investment and then growing and scaling um, with these companies. And that includes uh, participating and following on and getting more and more uh, active and involved. So um, while I was joking around because I can't say um, anything more than that, I will absolutely say that we are thrilled. Um, with what you and the team are doing, um, and and we would be um, very enthused, um, but participating and being a meaningful part of your continued growth. Um, so the answer is is uh, we will be there um, as you continue to uh, to do all these great things for the industry. I know you will, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, and I see a hundred percent. It's really just what you guys are doing is just unbelievable. Um, listen, everybody says hospitality food service, always very slow to embrace uh, uh, innovation and technology, always behind the curve. But what we found is that actually doing some research, and most of the research is done by me, uh, I have found (laughs) that we are actually not (laughs) very far behind the curve. Sometimes we're actually ahead of the curve in, in the hospitality space. So we came up with what, which came first? Are you ready to play which came first? I'm scared. Okay. Well, don't be scared. You and Jimmy are going to play which came first. I will ask you a question of which came first, and you let me know what it is. Okay? Are you ready? I'm ready. I know Jimmy spent a lot of time at Brant Lake, and he loved making pottery, and and, and it was big in the arts and crafts. He was never out on the field. He was, you know. So which came first, the electric kiln or the electric toaster oven? Ooh. I'm very, Just remember, very... Jimmy was at Camp Brant Lake back in, uh, what, Jimmy, what was that, 19 what? Yeah. It was 1978 that I was making pottery in the kiln. I was doing, I was, they called me Mr. Arts and Crafts, I tell you, Mr. Arts and Crafts. Kiln or the electric toaster oven? Kiln. The electric kiln. Jimmy, I'm giving you a shot because I know you're Mr. Pottery. Yeah, and I got to tell you, I've been, I've been getting crushed in this category, so I'm going to say... The electric toaster came first. 
at Jimmy, the electric toaster oven was invented in 1910 by Mr. William Hadaway, a great name. I have one of his toasters at home right now while he was working at Westinghouse. And I think uh, we still have a Westinghouse toaster in our house. The electric kiln was patented in 1931 by Mr. Uh, uh, Josea, I'm probably saying it wrong, Merrill. And thank goodness for him because we love pottery. But let me tell you something, toasting my bagel, I don't know where I'd be without that. So thank goodness for Mr. William Hadaway and the electric toaster oven. Because, I mean, I'll put Nelio's pizza in there, our Stouffer's pizza. I mean, who knows? So listen, again, hospitality and food service, way ahead. Head of the curve. Yep, I'm. I'm sensing a theme here as it comes to which came first. I'm getting on the getting on the bandwagon. I'm getting on the team. Now you understand we're um, doing it. Why we're asking which came first? I think. I I, I, I think I'm catching on. Yeah. So you uh, have- so you say so you saying there's a chance. There's a chance, <laughs> Jimmy. One in a million. All right, listen. It's it's time for our crystal ball moment. Mm. Uh, a chance for our guests to put on their Creskin and Miss Cleo hats and predict the future. The future. The future. How do you see restaurants? and dining two years from now, uh, Kimberly, in relation to hospitality and technology? Ah, okay. Well, I think, well, we all know that the food service tech industry has certainly accelerated these last few years because of COVID. Uh, There's been a lot of new competitive models that have emerged. There's also a greater need for cost and operational efficiencies. So I think what's happening right now in the food service tech or food service industry it has happened many times over in other industries, which is it's an influx of fragmented solutions. There's operators that are being overwhelmed with the number of systems they're managing. There's overlaps in some of the benefits. So I think we're going to start seeing a consolidation uh, and an optimization here. I think that you know we're going to continue to get new tech, but mostly there's going to be an optimization and consolidation of data. Data, data, data. I love it. And I got to tell you something. I think GoCopia.com. Did anyone know that? <laughs> GoCopia.com. No, but in all seriousness, I think, you know, Copia has a tremendous data play. Uh, exactly. We haven't talked a lot about it, but it's a tremendous data play. Uh, you know, multi-unit, you know, high volume kind of uh, restaurants. And, and we talk about stadiums and convenience stores. And, and you know, you go into a 7-Eleven, a Wawa, these kind of places, even, even like CVS right down the street from us here on Park Avenue. They've got sandwiches. In, in the refrigerated section, they have salads and maybe all this stuff. Now they can track their food waste. They can reduce their purchasing or manufacturing to be more in line with how many people are coming in. So there is a tremendous data play in Copia. So I really got to tell you, I love it. GoCopia.com. Okay, Jimmy, we're going to the best segment there is, the branded quickfire. I can't tell you how much mail I have in the office of people are like Shats. This branded quick fire, this is really unbelievable. It's just the greatest segment you've ever come up with. And we just, uh, I mean, I've told you once, I told you that um, the people from Survivor contacted me that they want to do like a branded quick fire reality show. I told you that, right? Yes, they want to create yeah, a whole show. So I said, you know, right exactly. now I got to speak to Jimmy. He's my partner. I don't know if I could do that yet. I'm very busy traveling, but I'll get back to you. I'm going to ask you five lightning round questions, Kimberly. Don't think too don't think too long. Just tell me first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? I'm ready. Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Where are you getting dinner from tonight? Ooh, it's date night tonight. Maybe just 
a large popcorn. Jimmy in the does movie Wednesdays. Theater. Jimmy does Wednesdays. You just interrupted, our, you just interrupted our guest. Let her answer the question. I appreciate you bringing up. Where are you getting dinner from tonight? Yeah, no, I, I, it might just be a large bag of popcorn at a movie there theater. There we go. Just to I get away. I love it. I love it. Favorite food city in the world? <sighs> either. Can I do an either? Sure, either sure. Las Vegas or New Orleans. Boom. Oh, well, you got I mean, if Scott, New Orleans, come on, hands down, hands down. Favorite place to travel? Mm. Don't say Las Vegas or New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a foodie. Uh, Lake Tahoe, California. Ah. Ooh, never been, but seen pictures. Looks <gasps> lovely. Looks lovely. It is. It is. If you were to challenge Jimmy or I to a game of name that tune, who would you have better odds of beating? Oh, well, you both always have your headphones on, so I don't know if you're actually talking to people or listening to music. Wait, what? But- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I don't, think I've, I don't think I've ever seen your ears, like, to be yeah. truth be told. I'm not even, I'm like, I have music going right now. I'm not even <laughs> listening to this podcast. Okay, just because of pure breath of knowing, like, today's music, I'm going to go, I have a better odd of beating you, Shatsy, because Jimmy has that beautiful five-year-old girl that I know he is belting out tunes of Encanto and Frozen. You're going down, Jimmy. Oh, don't get Jimmy started with Frozen. Oh, Let it snow. Let it snow. I mean, oh, good God. Yes. As much as I like Frozen, Encanto is crushing, crushing uh, Frozen. And I have to well, say- Jimmy, Lin- you, you continue with your record, Jimmy. Lin-Manuel, and my, my buddy from from the, from uh, from West, Wesley University, he is he single-handedly saved Hamilton on the, uh, the $10 bill. And uh, and again, I got to tell you, put Wesley on the uh, top ten. I, I'm a big fan, Lynn, and thank you for Encanto. And yes, Kimberly, um, my daughter, if you asked her, would say that Daddy can't sing, but he can dance. But I do know, I do know music. So I think you chose wisely. Uh, especially get a couple of McAllen twelves in Jimmy. She seems he dances and sings. The triple, he becomes a triple threat. <laughs> yes. But he doesn't talk about Bruno. Got to, yeah, no, no, we cannot talk about Bruno. We cannot talk about Bruno. Um, <laughs> Uh, see, Shazzy doesn't, doesn't even get that reference. Um, yes, exactly. That's Dancing with the Stars, isn't exactly, it? Exactly, exactly. Kim- ah, I know Bruno. Hey, hey Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, you don't even know what you're doing, Jimmy. <laughs> Kim, we want to thank you so much uh, for joining us on The Hangout and for all your great insights. Um, we appreciate your hard work uh, for the hospitality industry, and you really are doing some very important things. Um, and, 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 and again, a lot of value and appreciation to you and the entire team. If you want to get in touch with Kimberly directly, you can email the branded team at podcast at brandedstrategic.com and we'd be or, happy. Or, or, or. Or you can go to gocopia.com. Gocopia.com, Jimmy. That's easier. Just gocopia.com. Yeah, Come I, on, I, Jimmy. I, I'm not sure gocopia gets you so fast to Kimberly, but if you go podcast at Brandon Strategic, we'll get your message to Kimberly. And we strongly endorse uh, uh, you guys, especially those operators out there, get involved with Copia. Uh, and we think you'll be very satisfied uh, that you did. To our listeners, we always want to show appreciation and give thanks um, as, uh, as we know that there are literally hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there. And the fact that you continue to hang out with us um, and our subscribers. It's a miracle, right, Jimmy? I I mean, we're in season six. We've already lined up season seven. Um, This is really going to be something special. 15,000 subscribers, Jimmy. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? You you and I had so many family members, Shats. Um, And listen, um, I want to make sure, you know, please join us next week as we welcome Hugh Jackman. Yes, Hugh Jackman will be on the show. Wow, that is a big Taking a break from Broadway and and bringing his, uh, his BFF, Bruce Springsteen. 
will be joining us uh, on the podcast. That's going to be a good show. That's going to be a show. Not as good as having Kimberly, but but right. Hugh and, and Bruce, we appreciate you. Uh, he's if the you music man, I think. If you, yeah, that's, he's going to take a break. It's going to be on this night off. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to our podcast. So you don't miss out on any of the exciting guests we have coming up in the future. And better yet, invite a friend to hang out with you the next time. Um, until then, uh, this is Jimmy Frischling, your finance guy, uh, thanking Kimberly with appreciation and passing it back to my boy, Shadzi. Jimmy, I just came through the wire. I've got breaking news. <laughs> Log on to gocopia.com right now. That's breaking news. That's the news we got. Gocopia.com. Check it out. Kimberly, thanks for uh, putting up with us. It's been a real pleasure speaking with you both today. We laughed. Shatsy cried. Um, I really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, everybody. Shatsy, a.k.a. Restaurant Guy, signing off the Hospitality Hangout. Thanks, everyone. Cheers. Cheers.